welcome to the People of Warwick podcast. Uh, this is episode five, uh, kind of joint with episode four, because it's kind of an extension of our Pathways um, podcast that we did the other day. Um, Laura has hopped off from behind the camera and is joining us today, so hello, Laura. Uh, and I'm also really, really pleased to be joined by uh, Robert, who's on the Pathways to Banking and Finance um, program with us. So we had Law. Um, a couple of uh, days ago and today we're going to be talking a little bit about banking and finance so hello Robert um, hello. would you uh, do you want to introduce yourself um, maybe just tell everyone kind of uh, what subjects you're studying um, at the minute um, maybe what interest uh, what kind of sparked your interest in the program well at the moment I'm currently studying economics and geography yep. as well as business okay and obviously the subjects kind of you know lead to it in some way and I've always found myself interested with how businesses work and the finance side as well as, you know, obviously the decision making yeah. overall. So I started looking into courses probably around year 10 when I originally got my interest, you know, did my first business lesson kind of thing. It's really interesting you say that because we, we've just been speaking kind of off camera and off mic and you remember Laura coming, well, maybe Laura, we're not too sure, but someone from Warwick coming into your school to talk about the programme in year 10? Yeah, that was... I'd say that was a really good experience. It really sparked it because it was kind of like they really went in depth. They did a few games, obviously, about Banky World. I think I actually came onto campus and I saw how big Warwick was. Yeah. All the faci- I went past some of the facilities you had and I saw how good it was kind of thing and you gave us a tour on the way out and did some games there. You had a speaker come in from, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was Deutsche Bank or, yeah. you know, a big bank itself. And I saw you know the opportunities really that you could offer because of your connections within that and I was I saw by myself I probably wouldn't get the same opportunities yeah as well as the fact you advertise stuff like the contextual offer as you know a wide variety of things that would help along the way you've got an amazing memory I've got to say that because um to remember all that from year 10 is really impressive but it's so nice to hear that those type of events that we run kind of really do work. They, they're designed to spark an interest in, in a particular subject or area, so that's really, really pleasing to hear. Um, unfortunately, over maybe the last couple of years, we haven't been able to do as much work as we would like with kind of year 10s, and that's just for various reasons um, to do with external and internal things, but hopefully it's something we can pick up going forward, and, and it's really, really kind of pleasing to hear that. Well... That, that the school I go to, I don't think I've heard them give as much praise to one program before as say like you know the pathways kind of thing because I think they've had a few people go to it before. Yeah, and that like I think it was my careers advisor there when she said you know you should definitely give it a go. Yeah, at the end of the day it will give you you know she advertised it as that it gives you a lot of opportunities it gives you a lot of support. Yeah as well as the fact that my head of sixth form <laughs> then went on to advertise it to me and really made sure that, you know, we gave our applications in. Yeah. And I think it was at the end of the day, they knew how helpful the course would be itself. Yeah. So I get, kind of bringing me on to the kind of first meaty question, I guess, when it came to apply for the programme, can you remember, like, was it your, um, like, year head or careers advisor that said, here's a programme, apply for it? Can you remember kind of how that came around? I originally applied for it anyway beforehand, not sure if I was going to get in kind of thing, but I thought, why not? Because yeah. you never know. And yeah. I just applied for it before they said anything because I really, ever since like year 10, yeah. 
little open day thing and the event she did, I knew I really wanted to go onto the program. So yeah. I signed up as soon as possible, really. Yeah. And then I think it was just as uh, you could apply for it. Yeah. That's when our sixth form head started talking about it, you know, and they really advertised it to everyone there just because good. of obviously. Good. That's that's really good to hear. Um, Laura, can I bring you in at this point just to um, talk about maybe uh, kind of recruitment side of pathways and when we open applications and, and various kind of different aspects of the application for this year. So I guess the big one is um, when do applications open and how do people apply? Yep, so this year the applications open on the 1st of September and they are closing for law and engineering on the 27th of October and then banking and finance is a week longer till the 3rd of November. Um, we advertise through a variety of means on social media, we contact schools, mm -hmm. um, it's all on our website and then the application link takes you directly to the Certain Trust website for students to apply. So it's just an online application for them, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of criteria, can anyone apply or is like what what is the, the criteria for the programme? Yes, there's set criteria. Um, so if you have a look at our website, it's all detailed on there. So you have to be in year 12 um, to apply. You have to be um, attending a state school and be within a commutable distance to the University of Warwick. That's purely so that when we do go back to face-to-face -face events, students can travel um, within at least an hour radius um, to campus to get to our events and then there's additional criteria so we usually say the more criteria students meet the more likely they are to get onto the program yep. so that's things like be first in their family to go to university or free school meals students don't need to meet all the criteria but yeah if you meet any of them and you're interested apply mm -hmm. and then we will have a look at how many criteria students meet so, so yeah i think that's an important point just because there are various different criteria to meet uh, and when you kind of first see the application form and you see all that criteria please don't be put off um, you don't necessarily have to meet them all um, so the, probably the biggest bit of advice is if you're seriously considering the program just complete the application form yeah. and send it in there's nothing really to lose is there it's, um, and then obviously when they come in they'll, they'll be assessed um, as and when they come in and, and the deadlines and stuff so yeah if you if you're interested in the program you, you kind of like what you hear um just keep an eye out on, on our website or the certain trust website or just speak to your school because they should have heard something about the program yeah definitely bro thank you uh robert back to you so um what was your biggest draw to applying to the program was it just solely from the year 10 was it solely from your teachers have well, you had an interest in like that sector before or just I was looking into like year 10 mm. looking around universities and stuff mm. honestly had no clue yeah uh i knew warwick was a good university anyway and i saw that you know i saw the original i think it was the idea of a contextual offer yeah that drew me to it because i thought well the end of the day the, the opportunity to get that alone for yeah i think for the course i'm looking at which is business management you're like fourth on the table anyway which yeah. is really good yeah and you have good graduate prospects so i was like you know no harm in looking at it and then once i look, looked into the program i saw they offered a lot more than that in a sense of the opportunities to do work experience and i saw that just from the connection to the big bank that you know you had come in and mm. just do a cinema cinema for a day kind of thing and it was really good yeah overall yeah 
So you you generally had an interest in that sector, kind of, and you you thought potentially this is an area that I want to go into, so I'm going to apply for the program. Yeah, yeah. which the programs actually really helped me explore kind of thing yeah. by go doing work experience with, even though virtual with Deutsch and NatWest. I got to speak to professionals in the field kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They gave us the rundown of what they do day to day, as well as the fact what they have to do outside of the job yeah. that you maybe not, maybe might not hear, say like if, you know, you looked online, looked on YouTube or something, you wouldn't really hear, yeah. say they wake up at this time or whatever, and they do the research to be able to do their job to efficient extent, yeah. you know. But you, you're kind of bringing me on to the next question, which is brilliant. So I was going to say, what opportunities is the program giving you? So you mentioned there are a couple of kind of work placement things. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about them? So they give you quite a few work, work placements that you can choose to go on to. And I think with my first one, which was Deutsch, it was really good because of the fact that it was my first kind of exposure into the banking industry. and. Yeah. I got to look at investment banking, corporate banking, and you know all of those sides to it, mm. and it really got me to dive deep into what I would want. You know the kind of job aspects within that bank in the yeah. south. I found that when Nat West went into it, they kind of varied, okay. which I was quite interested with. Like I think it was corporate banking played a big role in one of them. I can't remember off the top of my yeah, yeah. <laughs> top of my head kind of thing. Yeah. But you know it was kind of. They, d they showed the emphasis on different parts and what was big to their bank kind of thing. And mm. I think that gave me a really good interest into what, you know, you can look at in different terms. And then they get, went on to talk about further opportunities afterwards, say like, I would have never known when you go into university to maybe look at, you know, an internship or, or like a short placement for a few weeks. Mm. And I never knew how important that was. Yeah. And I may maybe might not have. Yeah even until I went to university, the fact that you should start looking straight away kind of thing. And it, I think it just opens your eyes to yeah. the working world after university as well as what you should do during university because I wouldn't maybe know those things. I don't know if universities help support you through it at the time. But yeah. Were your placements virtual? Yeah, they were all virtual. How did you uh, find that? It was, it was relatively easy, okay. you know, to get onto and everything. It was very accessible. Yeah. I think it's, you know, if people would have struggled to travel or something, even though Pathways does offer to, I think, don't you offer to arrange travel? Yeah, we'll, we'll book the travel and everything like that, yeah. You know, it was very easy to do in that. And it also gave you the opportunity to talk to people that you may not have got to talk to, professionals who may not have been able to take the time out of the de their day. So, yeah. you know, every hour we got someone new in, it was very good on that sense. And especially as you know, the future is probably going to be people working from home or That's working it. in a virtual environment. It yeah. kind of, you know, they did little tasters on how you should actually interact in that kind of environment. And I think it kind of prepares you for that kind of next steps. Like I found with my online learning, no one ever spoke yeah. online because everyone's too nervous. No one knew what to do. And when they did, you know, say like camera placement and stuff, <laughs> which is so key, you yeah. know, when you're talking to a teacher and people had it wouldn't have it like I don't know they wouldn't have the best lighting or anything yeah. and 
as silly as it silly as it sounds, you don't realise how much like something like that made a difference yeah. for the rest of the work There's placement. A total different etiquette online, isn't there? Yeah. To face to face and so, so things like eye contact is very important as well. I think and just the fact it was work placement, it kind of forces you to come out your shadow a bit more and yeah. I'd say in like a virtual setting I've definitely come out more confident than say like otherwise. Yeah, brilliant. That's really good to hear. And um, Laura, can I bring you in to talk a little bit about the work placement? So if a student gets on the programme, regardless if it's law, kind of engineering or um, banking and finance, how do the placements work? Like are they guaranteed a place? Um, do they have to make an application or typically how, how would it work? Yeah, so we give all students on all of the programmes the opportunity to apply for work experience placement. So they will typically take place between February half term, Easter holidays or during the summer. So when we first get the first lot of placements, we will advertise them to all students and then all students can give us their availability, which holiday would work best for them and whether they have a particular preference in a particular role. So for example, with law, is it the barrister route, the solicitor route, what type of banking, what type of engineering? Yeah. And we will try where possible to match people with their availability and their preferences and then if we have any additional placements we'll offer it to all of the cohort in terms of applying yeah we just ask students to let us know their availability and then write a short blurb about why they're interested in that particular role and we will kind of shortlist based on um, based on that criteria and we also ask for student cvs as well but we offer cv support beforehand to to help with that bro um yeah, I was going to touch up, you touched on CVs a little bit there. What support is available? Like, do you want to talk about the CV? Well, yeah, yeah, we can both talk about the CV workshop. So um, one of the, I think it was about February, I think, wasn't it? We, we do a kind of CV workshop where all the programme students will kind of come on campus. They'll have uh, a session with one of our careers uh, advisors who will go through and uh, like the structure of a CV, um, what makes a good CV, what to put on a cv what not to put on a cv um and that's a huge thing for a lot of our students we were talking to someone in our um law podcast the other day that had never put together a cv before the pathways program yeah um and obviously when when you're going into the workplace employees will look at these type of things and you could have all the experience in the world and be the bright, brightest person in the world, but if your CV isn't structured correctly, yeah. um, it could come as a bit of a detriment. So that's something we cover um, early on in the programme. And like you mentioned, Laura, before the work placements, uh, employers will actually ask to see student CV, won't they? Yeah, definitely. Things. So we have to send every student that we select for each placement, we have to send over their CV so yep. the employer can look at it before. And we want to give the students the best opportunity to have the best CV when the employer sees it. So the CV workshop covers a lot, as you said, um, and the key skills they need to include. A lot of students have these skills. They just don't yeah. realise that they've done an activity, even if it's not a formal job. It can be babysitting or something that yeah. actually they've still gained lots of relevant skills to put on their CV. Um, so yeah, it's a good opportunity to learn about that before the placement start. Well, and these are kind of skills. So um, Robert, we, uh, we kind of touched on like opportunities that are available for the program. We've talked about and the employment side of it, but through the program, as as it helped you with kind of um, like life skills, like CVs, um, just gaining experience and maybe networking. Um, has it helped you maybe think about university differently as well as? I think because some of the places they talked about apprenticeships, you mm. know, I never really thought about it as much as I have maybe now. Like, yeah. I do see that as a potential route, but I do equally want to go to university kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm looking at 
those options. But yeah. at the end of the day, uh, you know, CVs, I pro- it's brought new things to my attention that I wouldn't have done before. Like the formatting mm. was a lot more, I'd say efficient than what I was doing <laughs> before. But yeah, that really helped. I think with the work experience, I think obviously, say like if you're applying for your typical job, I don't think employees see it as, as you know, useful to an extent because mm. obviously you're not having that face-to-face interaction yeah. and most places will want customer service of some sort. Yeah. So I think some places don't see it the same in some eyes. Uh, but you still get a lot of, of, you know, you get the experience being in a virtual environment, you get things more valuable than that in a sense, yeah. you know, from... Like, I found myself taking something away from each day or, say, like, each hour of the session Good. that I would honestly say, you know, you can't really... You know, it's kind, it was kind of a trade-off one or another kind of thing. Mm. But I'd, I'd say I've definitely benefited either Good. way from it being online or if or it wouldn't have been. Yeah, cool. Uh, kind of following on from that again, you're, you're leading on to the next questions really nicely. <laughs> Um, have, have you got a particular highlight of the program? I mean, I know obviously you've only done the first year of the program and there's kind of another year to go, even though year 13 is a little bit quieter in terms of events. Um, that's just because of your exams and stuff. But have you ever had a, a highlight in your first year? Something that really stands out? To be fair, that's really hard. Like, the thing is, it's like, it was also good. I'd say the work placements were like definitely a highlight on their own yeah as well as the fact say like we got to do cv and then we got to do the i can't remember what it was called it was like the pre-bit before the work experience which just gave us some insight on what to do before which i wouldn't have ever thought to do yeah as silly as it sounds like i wouldn't have researched the company as much or done, done like a quick you know 10 minute look up before or yeah. something yeah and just found out what i need to know yeah but i did like an extra 30 minutes before and you know a little bit pre-reading up on the business looking up at you know recent news articles and stuff yeah and that helped yeah it helps a lot you know just coming into it and knowing what you know those businesses were about yeah especially say like i've done other things say like young professionals where i signed up for one of their virtual things and i never looked because there's so many there anyway you wouldn't look all of them up obviously Mm. but i never did any pre-reading on them before which obviously comes into play when you have to ask them questions about the business because if you don't know about their business you know their ethics their morals you're just not gonna know it's what difficult to, ask, to really. strike up that conversation isn't it you know it's just yeah. gonna be the generic question of you know what are your work hours like you know because that's the question everyone asks and you can find that out by looking at online how many hours these people work and yeah it, you know it's just things say like expand off that say like with Deutsch maybe ask about what their ideas are around no not West sorry about like self promotion or stuff within women mm. you know look at their goals on diversity and stuff mm. I wouldn't have probably asked those questions before but it gave me insight to then look forward to answers and it came into place with say like the PowerPoint yeah and, and I'm, I'm sure it helps you because if somebody asked that question who was kind of on a work placement the employer would be really impressed. Like you say, it's not just the generic how many hours you do. It's evident that you've done a bit of research and it's going to make, help make you stand out and, and hopefully, you know, they might remember your name and should you apply for a job further down the line with them, someone would say, I remember that that name and, you know, he asked a really good question. So just little tips like that, 
it's yeah especially it's since you know, it being online i think yeah. you can't stress that enough say like you can't have the same interaction as you normally would so it kind of has has to step up because they're not going to see your face maybe as much yeah or yeah. if they do they may not remember it because there's 35 people on their screen and sometimes it goes on to a second screen as well so it's kind of yeah you know get them to remember you you have to ask probably maybe more key questions yeah. and I, I remember quite a few people they'd ask a lot of questions but then sometimes they'd be generic not you know key not you know the questions that really you know stand out you could have a Q&A page forum kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. You've, you've spoke about kind of various different aspects of the program and different opportunities. Have you found it difficult to juggle all these opportunities, um, not just within the program, because obviously there are quite a few different work opportunities available and various different sessions, um, but with your schoolwork as well? Like how, how have you found the balance? Well, I'm pretty good with juggling my schoolwork and that, so it's never been really an issue. Mm except for one time when they kind of du double booked me for when I was in school time near the end. But I just, you know, it was simple. I had I told, you know, I sent an email in saying I wasn't able to yeah. attend the pathways. You guys were fine with it. Yeah. You know, there was no problems there. Yeah. And obviously, you know, pathways always try to, I think that's the only case out of the many things that you've done that, you know, came in, yeah. you know, cross sections with my schoolwork. But it w wasn't really a big issue because to say honestly you know it was three days I would have missed from school and mm -hmm. at A level yeah. with the amount of lessons I had on those days it would have been too much content to yeah. miss yeah and we understand that Laura yeah. don't we so if I could bring Laura in here just quickly just to discuss I guess the timetable um, and how we kind of structure the program uh, it's difficult to say again because it's all up in the air at the minute whether we go back to face to face whether it's all virtual again or hybrid but in terms of structure the program we try our best, don't we, to avoid much school time in clashes as possible. Um, yeah. Normally in years gone by, we've done events on Saturdays or a lot this year have been in the evening. So, and we contact the school as well, don't we? So we're, we're doing our best in that yeah. aspect. So. Yeah, definitely. We look at the timetable, obviously, ahead of time. Um, where possible, we will always try to run events out of school time. So like you said, evenings, it might be on a Wednesday from four o'clock for a couple of hours. It might be on a Saturday if we're able to do on campus, or it might be in half-term holidays, summer yeah. holidays. So we do try to do that where possible, and we'll email the teachers the full timetable, like you said, yeah. so they're aware of when the times are in school. Um, and obviously we're as flexible as we can with that. Yeah. We appreciate it's A-levels and that's really important. And, and as Robert said, like we obviously want students to attend the events, but um, as long as you kind of get in contact and say, I can't make this because of this or I've got yeah. this on, we, we totally understand, aren't we? And, you know, it's um, we try and send kind of stuff through if, if you've missed events and so maybe a recording of the session or any yeah. material or anything like that. So, yeah, attendance is key, but equally... If you we we understand if you if students are busy and they can't um, attend. Yeah, we have sessions. a fairly flexible attendance policy. As long as students let us know, and we can be informed. Yeah. So to pass the program, you have to attend sixty percent of core events. Not all the events in the timetable are course; some are optional. Um, and then yeah, there's the sixty percent, um, so yeah. forty percent leeway if students aren't able to attend for a reason. Um, and when students are new to the program and we have what we call the launch which is the the, well, the launch of the program we'll give out a timetable of the year won't we so yeah. hopefully students can kind of plan ahead and, and plot 
if they've got a part-time job or a job just to not work that particular day or, or whatnot. Um, we also, like you said, get in contact with schools and let them know that students potentially might miss an hour here or there of school. Um, and we ask the teachers to kind of sign that off as well, don't we? So um, we, we have the school support as well. So Yeah, and that's part of the application, I guess I should have said it at that point that we asked for a teacher reference for that reason as part of the application so teachers approve and support um, the student being on the programme and potentially having some time off or at least juggling both commitments. Um, Robert, going back to you, um, I guess this is the big question and no pressure on this one. Uh, would you recommend the programme and if so, why? I don't think I could really recommend it highly enough to people because... I was worried I then when you started that. <laughs> Because I think you don't realise until you're doing it the kind of opportunities you get, say, like, the work placements, the work you do before that with it, as well as the CV work, which you can't really... You wouldn't really get... Mm. You get some support from schools, but you wouldn't get as much in-depth support. You yeah. know, say, like, you wouldn't do a full... Say, like, you're getting the time you spend with the school doing it, and then you get the time you're doing pathways doing it, and you get, like, little extras, and you get people in the field that you want to go into, yeah. you know, giving you that advice and what they would look for when trying to employ someone. And I think that just, like, really adds to the fact that you're getting that little extra, you know, that edge, in a sense, that other people won't get, yeah. as well as the fact then you get, you get to explore different options yeah. throughout it, and you get to... Besides from, say, like, the chance to get a contextual offer for one of the top universities, which I don't think anyone can argue with is a massive yeah. benefit. Yeah. And that's what originally drawed draw me to it. And then, you know, I spoke to some of the people who did it in the previous year. Like, I think there was two year 13s who did it at my sixth form. And they just told me about how they thought it was such a great opportunity because of the fact they got to do these things. And when... Mm. I started talking to him about it. I don't think I really understood how good it was. I mainly just joined up for past experience and the contextual offer, and then I started doing it. And, I, and you know, you start to see some of the points they make with how it prepares you for things, how it gets you to look at universities, look at it after. And I didn't have a clue about student finance, and then you know I got to look into that kind of thing yeah. as well. Yeah. And I think just the, the help it gives you, the opportunities, and the chance to learn things that you're going to need to know. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, with with a lot of the stuff you just mentioned, just adding that to your personal statement, for instance, is going to help. Even if you if you decide to apply to university, you know. So, well, um, I think a lot of people struggle with their personal statements. You know, not for your CV, but for universities, mm -hmm. and this just gives you stuff just to add to that yeah. as well. Like you yeah. can add that you have an interest in this field, and you've gone outside of you know the your school mm. you've looked for something like pathways to do all these work experience and get these opportunities in that field for the course that you want to study you know it's just it gives you some it gives you you know quantity that is good to talk about yeah. for your personal statement can, can i ask has it made you more kind of interested and determined to go into the sector or have you been on now you've done the pro well now you're doing the program and you've experienced what you've experienced and with the work placements and, and the information you've gathered has it made you kind of more interested to go into banking and finance or less interested i think i was always i think i was interested to begin with kind of thing and i was always interested but it was the fact that i didn't know really where to look and what jobs to go into it yeah. is more 
because it's such a big industry, you look at it and you think, when you start to look at the potential jobs and stuff, you think, where do you actually start yeah. to look at? Because it's just that big. Yeah. Uh, but when I went to the placements, it just informed me about all of that. And it really just gave me what I needed to know to really get me to focus in on specific areas that I can go into. Mm. As you know, it, they talked about alternative routes as well, not needing necessarily, you know, a business degree, a finance degree. Mm. You know, they look at other things, and which I didn't know to begin with anyway. Yeah. You know, say, like, they may look at degrees that give you the the needed, say, like, history for the analytical knowledge kind of thing and yeah. ability, yeah. which I wouldn't have known before. And I think it was very, it was very interesting to hear that. It's good. And it sounds like you've it's really kind of made you focus then on your particular area of maybe banking and finance that you're interested in. But equally, we're just as happy if students are thinking about oh would would I like a career in banking and finance for instance and then they come on the program they do the two years and then by the end of the two years they say you know what it was a great experience but I've decided it's not for me we're equally as happy with that outcome aren't we Laura because ultimately you've or the students have just made an informed decision like they've got their experience now um, and they've lived it and they, they're ultimately the the people that know if it's right or wrong for them. So it's pleasing to hear, though, that it's kind of made you... Well, I actually have a friend who's on the programme yeah. and he's thinking more about towards the law side now, but oh, he's, still, he's still got a lot from it. You know, you can put stuff in yeah. his personal statement and it, you know, it still has transferable, mm-hmm. you know, value to him into other areas, not necessarily just because it's... Just because you've applied for the Pathways programme doesn't mean that that f- specific one... Yeah. You know, if you don't want to go into that, you know, area, it's not like that you're not going to get anything from it because, Mm. you know, you still have all the work experience, all the CV stuff. You know, it's much more broader than just that topic kind of thing. Yeah. Mentioning a friend on the programme and we were talking again off camera and stuff, you kind of made a group with other students on the programme just to discuss various different things. I know it's been difficult this yeah, because it's been virtual, but is there a social side of the programme, would you say? I mean, I suppose a lot of your fellow students and fellow members in the cohort have got similar interests to some degree um, by being on the programme. So would you say people are friendly? Is it easy to kind of get on with people? Is it easy to share ideas? Yeah, I'd say everyone's friendly. You know, you, you definitely get that vibe when you're on the chat and when you do group stuff, everyone's friendly. I think when you're doing it, some people were a little less confident than me in the group thing, say, like, you know, everyone goes off mute, so I'm like, I'd always try and put my camera on, try and start a conversation. Yeah. You always find the first time you're in a conversation with, you know, everyone in that group, you know, you'll find that a lot of the people aren't maybe as confident, mm-hmm. aren't as talkative. Uh, but eventually, you know, people open up and they start doing it more and then you get conversations going. Yeah. You know, I, I'd say I haven't met one person who's, you know, meeting on the pathways or necessarily, you know, not nice to be around or in a group environment with because everyone, you know, works together well and it, you know, eventually all gels together. And I don't think on that point, you know, you can really put any faults on the, you know, the people that you get drawn to this program. Good. Um, and I guess a l- it's, I guess it's kind of a social aspect. So obviously, at most, well, at all the event, well the university-led events, me and Laura will be there. Um, But we've also, for the first time this year, had mentors. 
So um, on the uh, pathways to banking and finance, they might have been called student ambassadors, kind of introduced, but we had Jagoda, Mo and Tara on the programmes. Um, they were also, um, we had a, a, um, a mentoring kind of scheme on the Certain Trust online platform, which was available to all students on the platform. So if they had a question, they could log on and ask a question. Did you find that useful or did you just kind of see them as student, like student, um, uh, like ambassadors that maybe you could just ask a question of like yeah well i haven't really used the online you know certain trust site as much as yeah. say like maybe everything else okay, that yeah. you know but i still found it useful say like they have personal statement videos on there which you know is really good and you know say like if you ever need anything yeah it's there and there's someone to talk to yeah. i haven't yet needed it because most of the time you we've either done a session on it and i found it useful enough that i haven't needed to ask a question yeah or say like in school with my personal statements for universities, we've done that much on it. Mm -hmm. You kind of don't need anything, you know, tweaking yeah. to your knowledge, but it's always useful to have that person there who's, you know, done it, gone through it and knows what they're doing kind of thing. Cause you always, you have that support there. Yeah. As well as the fact, I think it was, it was a bit ago now, but I think uh, there's a student Q and A thing that you could do on there that, yeah. I found quite useful. I just, I think I messaged someone about the university to see what their thoughts were on it. Yeah. You know, what, th what drawed them to university and, you know, looking beyond, would they recommend it? How's their experience been, you know, outside of just university, but you know, the social aspect of the university itself. Well, uh, final kind of question then. Um, uh, and this is the, the big, big one. Um, would you recommend the program? Uh, if so, why? And uh, out of ten, what would you give the program? Uh, ten being the best, one being the worst. I know it's a corny question, yeah. but we asked it in the pathways to law. Uh, I'd definitely recommend it to anyone. You know, is looking into the industries that you know you offer. You know, engineering or banking or law or medicine. Yeah. Because I think everyone I know who's done it has gotten something from this one way or another, and it hasn't. You know it's not like you're wasting your time because at the end of the day, I know people at my sixth form, you know, who haven't really done as much and in a sense, you feel like you have a head start at times. Mm -hmm. And I think it really does give you, you know, you know, that just gives you a boost along your way kind of thing. And it does help you out. And then I'd recommend it alone just because <laughs> the contextual offer kind of thing, because yeah. you know, that is, that is a massive draw to the program yeah. as, as I'd imagine for most people. Yeah. And it was for myself, but, yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, if if you look look into it yourself and you look at what they offer, I think most people find that they all want to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I, I'd say from the experience I've got, I'd give it quite honestly like a ten. Brilliant, got that on camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and I guess just finally then to finish the podcast, if Laura can hand over to you just to quickly again shout out when applications are open for the programs the th three that we offer at warwick and yeah deadlines yep so there's three programs we offer at warwick pathways to law pathways to banking and finance and pathways to engineering all very similar events obviously just split depending on the sector and um, that students are interested in all applications for all three open on the 1st of september on the certain trust website we'll also link to it on our website with further information 
and they will close law and engineering, testing my memory here, will close on Wednesday the 27th of October and then banking and finance has one extra week until Wednesday the 3rd of November. So get your applications in, don't delay. Yeah, and well remembered on the date. Uh, So thank you very much, Laura. Thanks for for coming on and and talking about Pathways and a special thanks to Robert for uh, coming in, talking about your experience. Like we said um, at the start, kind of off camera, um, me and Laura can kind of bang on about how good the programme is, but actually hearing from from you, the students, on how much you've enjoyed the programme, how much you've got from it really means a lot. Hopefully other students listening to this can kind of go away and think, actually, yeah, I'm going to make an application and give it a go. So thank you for, for coming in and giving up your morning. Um, that's it from this episode. Uh, catch you again soon. Thank you.